Now it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how our planet works and how we work with the planet. Lavender, scientifically known as lavandula. The United States Lavender Growers Association states that currently there are over 45 different species with over 450 varieties. More lavender species and varieties have yet to be even classified. In northern latitudes, the two most common species are Angustifolia and Intermedia, also called lavadin. On this episode, we're going to focus on English lavenders, Lavandula angustifolia, and Lavandula intermedia. English lavender is cold, hardy, and has a long life, potentially 10, 15, 20 plus years. Some of the most common English lavender varieties are Hidcot or Hidcote and Lavandula Munstead. Lavandula intermedia is a hybrid cross between English lavender and Portuguese lavender. Lavandula intermedia varieties include Grosso, which is one of the strongest fragrance among lavenders, as well as Empress Purple, which features abundant and strong scented rich dark purple flower spikes and makes for a great bouquet. These hybrids are somewhat less hardy, but grow larger and will produce more flower spikes. They also tend to bloom later than other lavandula species, blooming from July to August or even into September. Speaking of cold hardy, let's chat a little bit about Colorado's growing zones. The USDA plant hardiness zone map breaks Colorado down into five zones, seven, six, five, four, and three. Here on the Western Slope, we're looking at plant hardiness zones of about 4B through 7A. My dad has lived between Paonia and Grand Junction for the last 49 years or so, and when I asked him specifically about grow zones in the North Fork Valley, he said that he's heard everything from 5 to 6 to 7, and that it also depends on elevation. There are a lot of factors and many, many microclimates to account for. According to a Colorado State University Extension fact sheet written by Kathy Kimbrough and Dr. Curtis Swift, hardy lavender varieties thrive in Colorado's USDA hardiness zone five through seven. Kimbrough and Swift are both lavender growers and members of the Lavender Association of Colorado, which yes, is a real association and you can find more info at coloradolavender.org. Some other notable mentions from this CSU extension fact sheet include lavender grows best in full sun with slightly alkaline soils. Lavender comes in a variety of colors, including white, pink, blue, violet, and all shades of purple. Lavender has no major pests in Colorado, but can develop root rot if drainage is insufficient, and you can actually damage the plants by overwatering them. And this next one isn't on the official fact sheet, but I've been told that here in Colorado, we can grow around 80 varieties of lavender. The lavender grown in Colorado ranges from culinary varieties to bold oil producers. And while all lavender produces essential oil, varieties that are considered culinary tend to produce much less oil, making them easier to blend with other herbs and ingredients. Other uses for lavender include medicinal, Lavender oil has been said to help alleviate anxiety, headaches, and act as a sleep aid. Some studies indicate that lavender helps to increase focus, offer mental clarity, and even lower blood pressure. A 2019 meta-analysis in Germany proved that lavender is one of the best essential oils for people who suffer from anxiety. Patients who ingested a lavender oil capsule reported a significant reduction in anxiety levels. 
a different study revealed that lavender's anxiolytic effect decreased anxiety and improved the mood of 40 healthy test subjects after they inhaled lavender for up to three minutes, which suggests the best method of taking lavender is through inhalation. In addition to lavender's essential oil, the blooms and flowers themselves make beautiful bouquets fresh and dried. Dried lavender flowers and lavender essential oil can be used as prevention against clothing moths and mosquitoes who do not like their scent. From being a perennial to its essential oil uses on its own, as well as blended into products, to a delicious herb to Provence dish that I just had recently, it's clear to me that whatever the use, lavender has a very full life. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of The Learning Council, produced by me, Corey Stanton, and co-created by Calarose Ostrander, who graciously took a week off to let me talk about lavender. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.